0: Hello and welcome to the DFS underscore PhD show for today, the 25th of October. Remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, someone's got to win that money. Um, wasn't me last night. I hope it was some of you guys, but if you followed my advice yesterday, it probably also wasn't you. So I'm sorry about that. Um, just like with Stefan Diggs, you know, I do feel bad when you guys don't win too. And I mean, I think he's just, I don't think he's trolling. I think that's true. And I think that it's honestly probably true for most of the players, right? And that's why sometimes they'll be like, man, I don't care about that. I'm rich or whatever. You know, that's a deflection. They do, you know, everybody wants, there's a you social part of all of us, even the most weird sports player who obviously is uh, not gotten there by being very social. They got there by working out really hard for themselves. Now, speaking of, I would like to put Haywood Highsmith back in the rafters right quick. So let me get the rafters on screen. And I did however lose the uh <laughs> uh device I was going to use to make this a little bit higher uh production value so now we're just gonna give a little I guess uh do I know any good I was gonna put on Aaron Copeland but I didn't even know if that was under copyright so uh anyway you should look up uh, what is it so, some Western song of his sounds a lot like Jurassic Park so imagine that's on bum 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 this is not anything cop. Be right it. Bum bum bum, 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 This is a song I'm making up extemporaneously and a little off key. Thank you, Haywood Highsmith. You get your... Uh, th- this is the first Miami game of the year, so that's why we are fetting Haywood Highsmith. We're thanking, we're hanging. Just like yesterday was Jokic, we are putting him in the rafters. Today, we're putting Haywood Highsmith in the rafters for his wonderful performance in Garbage Time of Game 1. That put me in the situation we are today, where we don't care that yesterday we lost five hundred dollars, and it was a terrible, terrible day, because it was a spike day. You guys know I had collected thirty-two uh, tickets through the satellite strategy, two cashed. So that happens. Just, I mean, that happens way more often than the Haywood Highsmith thing. That's why you cannot, you cannot do that all the time. You cannot count on that working. You just got to grind and make it work and do it with money you don't care about. Make sure you keep your 100,000 off the table and you're just playing around with like a little money so that when you lose 500 bucks, you're like, man, man, which I am, you should still feel that man. It's also a problem if you don't feel that kind of upset. But anyway, uh, yes, 1-800-GAMBLER if you have a problem. Now that's what you should say to somebody before you say, welcome to the show and also like, comment and subscribe, et cetera. Um, Let me say a little bit more about the satellite strategy. I'm going to make another um, big picture series about it, but I've gotten a couple of questions in the Discord and Twitter, I think even YouTube uh, about this. And what it means is uh, when I show you these Madden Sims and stuff, I don't know if I can zoom in anymore. I don't think I can because they're screenshots. Oh yeah, I can't like this. So what's important about this is not that I know Madden Sims. I don't know Madden Sims, I don't care. I mean, it's fun diversion during the day. And I kind of like paying the rake to DraftKings about it because I appreciate that they invented it during COVID for me to have something to look at. Like it was very nice for several months during COVID. So I kind of like keeping paying them back for that. You know, some days maybe I'll pop it on if I'm about to win or something, see what's going on in the game, see if the scorekeeping's right. But the main reason I play these is the expected value is nuts. I like these little pitch and putt tournaments. They happen for the showdown of the second, third, and fourth rounds of pretty much all the big tournaments. They got six figures up top. I can do my little uniqueness thing about them. Plus, you can see it's not that I won these two things, right? It's that there were 10 people in this tournament. They cost $1 and had a $20 payout. So my expected value was double because it was a $20 thing split 10 ways is $2 and I put in $1. That's expected value. So the pitch and putt was similar. This is two tickets that or three tickets that are up top. So $60 was up there among 14 people. So this is more than a double up. Whenever the, the pitch and putt, the $2 one is under 15, it's a must play for me. Whenever it's under 20, it's probably good because 50% is my long-term average. So that's what I'm looking at. Uh, every day, you know, like I've got a timer set now for about an hour. It'll go off. I'll check all the things. I'll impute the expected value. I'll pull the trigger because I'll have the lineups ready because I'm a freaking nerd. And every morning I build every single Madden Sims lineup for the entire day so that every two hours I can click, 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 and do this expected value thing. So that's the satellite strategy applied to Madden Sims. Obviously it works in other places. So during the year is better. I mean, obviously it doesn't work for the, uh, the World Series showdowns of MLB. But during the year, they run a zillion showdowns in the MLB or whatever. I mean, probably yeah, they're doing basketball too. You guys can have that. I'm not going to be picking at the uh, NBA bones. And the reason also is you kind of need to go to weirder sports, right? Like there was consistent overlay in WNBA all season long. I love WNBA. Eat it up. So find yourself a sport where you're somewhat interested. You're seeing consistent overlay and you know what to do with it and then do that. Get the overlay, eat the overlay. Overlay is what it's called when the expected value is greater than one. So normal rank is 18%. Normally you're going to be down 0.18 on a regular low dollar tournament. If you have a bunch of money, your advantage is the rank is only like nine or 10 or 11% on those big tournaments. Now double check that. Only play the good ones. They run some crap uh, tournaments. I shouldn't use any bad language. I'm not sure if that counts for this shit. Okay. uh, But yeah, so this happened again, right? I'm playing the pitch and putts now because I got I still have money left over from the UFC, even though I lost a huge chunk of it. But yeah, I, I'm going to play every single positive expected value thing every day because that's the engine of my economy. That's the satellite strategy, every single GPP. I just hope, I hope it works. I mean, and, you know, I, I do, there is a compulsive element to it. Like you'll see whenever I win in basketball, I have a couple of satellites too. Those are often not positive EV satellites. So some of those are like compulsive things. That's not the satellite strategy. That's just I do that whenever I play 20 lineups because I'm building them to be top 1%. And I I find satellites can also be good for uh, when you have a good cumulative percent that is not paying off in the top 0.1%. So that happened to me a lot during baseball season, and it was a way for me to get, get right in baseball. Okay, so on to today's slate. Do I need to talk about yesterday's basketball showdown or main slate? It was bad. It was mostly bad because Grace and Allen didn't make any shots. It was also bad because the chops were terrible. Like, neither one of these slates had a high number of average dupes, and both of them were won by one of the highest dupes lineups. That's why, I mean, like, no offense to the winners, but, I, you know, I was out on a date is the real reason I didn't congratulate the winners, but, eh, like 60 dupes, eh. We're getting close to, I don't congratulate the winner's territory. It's not, I'm not trying to be catty. It's just like, I don't know what, okay. Did we not say what lineups we wanted here? I need to like click around a little bit. Sometimes it just won't refresh. Like it'll be like processing and then it'll free it to actually show you what it processed. So I have set some things here, but it won't show me the uh, white version of the like visible version of them until it, Finishes its processing, which is why I had it running in the background and was not super pumped to see it not here. Uh, do I have any other comments on last night's slate? Congratulations. I mean, we've got some guys who are up there consistently and up there consistently on the under five. So I think that's the best way to tell. Yeah, whether you're doing something that's maybe just a little too out there or not, is if you're also there on the uh, I mean, no, obviously if you're on the Uniques list, you'll be on the under fives list, but. I think Ramsey Dellinger, whatever he did was incredible, getting up in the 10th place on the uniques list with all uniques, that was cool. I mean, that's an MB Haves type move. He's normally the guy we see on this list with less than 150, to, so to get there with 30, we know, it. oh, Broccoli, I'm sorry. Broccoli 166, that was very nice too. I totally missed that, even, wow, yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm not surprised about Dean Edzelski having taken it down recently. That's a shark I'm aware of. So just fun to get uh, acquainted with all of these sharks in uh, the various new sports. Yeah, this has happened now a bunch of times. I have rerun the slate three times this morning um, and three times I have not gotten to that much OB top. So you're aware of the situation on the slate at this point. Um, Probably watch another guy, hopefully you do because I'm not gonna go over all the different game situations and stuff. When I go over here is like the game theory, like who I like the best, why I like them, what the pivots are, any any projections I think you should boost, change, rules, etc. So let's start with rules. Don't leave salary. That was a one-game thing yesterday to not chop. And then, of course, the Infinity Chops won, so we didn't win. Sorry about that. But that's why we did it. We wanted to win a condo, not a truck. Trucks won, that's fine. Today, it doesn't matter anymore. That's not a real classic. I mean, with 12 games, I'll tell you what else doesn't matter. Stacking. Don't think about stacking. Think about getting the best lineups. I mean, honestly, like $200 on the table long-term, I'm not sure. I have to see some more data. It might be fully, like, with this many games, you might need to get, have only 50,000s in here eventually, like 5,000, 50,000 lineups. But for me, I'm going to allow $200 a week room today. I don't, 300's fine. Like, if you're being a big risk taker, running 150, maybe you go 600, maybe 500, I don't know. I I wouldn't leave much more on the table, despite there are obvious values. So the obvious values today are Obi Toppin, mostly Obi Toppin. Everybody gets it though, you're 47% Obi Toppin, you're not getting different playing Obi Toppin, but you are playing the optimal value. So he's three, he's the lowest price. So as min price starter for Indianapolis, who also scores a lot of points per minute, they got him in for 28 minutes. I don't know if 25 is fine. Even I think I might have him, have him at 28. He's a point per minute guy for me. He's he's all over the boards. He can block. He can. I mean, he's not gonna he's not gonna be the the best like offensive producer, but yeah, he's he's by far the best value of the slate. I've been uncomfortable all three times that it's told me no, you don't need that. I mean, we're not gonna get to that much Obi Toppin. I need to be at that much Obi Toppin. I need to be there today. That is un- unnegotiable. I'm making up new words about it. Went to see the state last night. It was wonderful. All right. Um, yeah, this uh, they're in a reunion in LA in case you are looking for tickets. Maybe it's on the tour. It might be a tour. I don't know if they're actually going to Uh, But it was wonderful. You can't see that stuff on the internet. So it's been like 20 years since I've seen a lot of those jokes. Some of which almost are barely, you can barely remember that from so long ago. Uh, okay, you can see the three guys in green now. These are the three guys I feel pretty strongly about being mispriced. I might get to a couple of others, but mostly the others are rules. So Sohan is being projected from his last year numbers, and his last year numbers don't have as high of an assist as I'm expecting from point Sohan in this offense with Wembenyama down where he used to be. A lot more points coming, a lot easier for Sohan to get an assist where he just passes it to Wembenyama, lobs it to Wembenyama. So, that is the reason I have goosed him to being a point per minute guy as well. Uh, he's 32 minutes-ish. I agree with that expectation. And then Mobley with Jared Allen out. Oh, yeah. So uh, just in terms of like stuff you guys should know about, you should always have Cord IQ. This is an amazing, amazing service from Roto-Grinders, powered by Fantasy Labs. So a couple different people deserve um, the credit. But so this is more important in later in the year. But as an example, I think it works pretty well in this specific situation, hold on. Because we had the same um, we had the same situation, the same two stars last year, right? For this team, Evan Mobley and Jared Allen. So we can go and see last season, uh, and we don't want Hawks, they are what? Cleveland? Yeah, they're Cleveland. So we go to Cleveland and we see what's going on. And then we say, hey, Okay, that's their regular team. What happens when Jared Allen is off the court? Off court, Jared Allen. Boop. And this is RotoGrinders.com slash iq uh, or just search for court IQ, and you'll find it. It's one of the best. I mean, for me, it's like, it's the thing I go to more than anything else. Other people like other things, whatever. So top usage differential, you're going to get more Dean Wade than you expect. And it's a different offense. We have to make sure that this is the same, the same coach. Maybe it wants the same gadget BS. If so, that's what he's going to do. He's going to use Dean Waymore, but top DK differential Evan Mobley plus three. What have I already done? Evan Mobley plus three point six seven. So my my gut is essentially that yeah, with Jared Allen, it's almost exactly right. Honestly, now that I've I've done the math on the air, let's make it forty six point two three because that's exactly the usage change from last year we would expect. So now, granted. People have asked me, "Do I think the baseline is already taking this into into account?" Maybe. Obviously, he's already one of the best values on the slate. I just don't know. So, actually, yeah, we can we can check it out in the court IQ. Shift Control Tab. We can see what is his actual points per minute, right? So, Evan Mobley, we'd expect forty one points in, uh oh um, twelve eighty seven divided by seventy seven. So twelve eighty seven divided by seventy seven. so, what, 16.7 minutes per game? Can't be right. Okay, well, anyway, 41.33 points. So, and how, I'm trying to impute the number of minutes. I think that's what's missing. I think we're expecting, I think that's like in 32 minutes and this is with 36 minutes, yeah, exactly, so, I want to do 36, 30 halves of 41.33, 36, 30 halves of 41.33. Obviously the kind of thing you're doing all the time, 46.5. That's pretty close to what I've already said, right? 46.2. Ha. So two different ways. I think this is about right. Um, Yeah. 46.2, 46.5 for Evan Mowgli. He's by far the best to me, value of the slate. Like it's not uh, Obi Toppin. Obi Toppin's fine, but raw points wise, yeah, I'm. I think Obitop. Uh, I'm not sure you still have to use OB top in an optimal. Just because I've run it so many freaking times now, and I'm not getting that much OB top yeah. in an optimal. I mean, I'm getting about forty percent, and you guys are on him forty-seven percent. So that's fine. Don't be that hundred percent guy today, though. On him, he's not actually that. Like, okay, let me let me. He is a good value, and. It's true, you shouldn't fade somebody for their ownership percent. If you're playing single entry, you start with him and you start with, um, you start with him and you start with Evan Mobley and Nikhil Alexander Walker and Sohan, and then you do something else. But assuming you're not, I mean, you're also not getting different, right? These are four, I mean, is that literally sorting by ownership too? Pretty close. You get Bane, you get THT, What like THT, how many minutes is that? 31 minutes? Starter THT is gonna get 31 minutes? What's the projections on this Utah team? I'm going to have to zoom in on that a bit. So, I mean, I'm expecting more more minutes for starter THT than 31. I mean, weren't we getting bench THT minutes of like 28 at times? I mean, did we get more than that in preseason? Okay, so we got to check this out. We definitely did in preseason. I remember, I mean, okay, Utah Jazz, obviously preseason is not predictive. But in terms of if a guy is stretched out or not, then it is. So, like, can THT go X minutes is what I'm trying to deduce with this dumb thing I'm about to do just to understand. He went 31 minutes in preseason. So, if I see him projected for 31 minutes today, yeah, okay. That's where it came from. It came from literally that one preseason game, I guess. Whatever. I don't, I think he's going to get a bit more minutes than that. I think THT, when he's out there, is obviously a usage monster. So, I'm a little bit more on THD. Let's, what do we think about NAW minutes-wise? He's obviously a good value as well. 30 minutes, 20 points? Is that a core IQ? We have Nikhil Alexander-Walker stats with last season, right? Yeah, so this is another case where I think we can just check it. So Minnesota, is his usage 0. 0.6 with the starting lineup unit? AB, I don't know. Oh, wait, did he, he got traded. Is that right? Still check. No, he's not Minnesota. He got traded to Minnesota from somewhere else. Okay. But so with on court, the big guys. So actually, wait, Anthony uh, Edwards is still hurt, right? Yeah, that's why we're thinking about this guy at all. I'm pretty sure. Sorry, guys, I don't remember my Anthony Edwards is not still hurt. Okay, so that was just a preseason snafu. So with the big guys on the court, uh, is he a 0.5 point per minute guy or not? So Nikhil Alexander-Walker, huh? 21.55, 21.881, hmm. okay. All right, Sabre Sim's on it. Okay, so, so I don't have to do anything to that Nikhil Alexander-Walker number. That is about, in 30 minutes, we are expecting him to only get 20 points. Uh, his usage will be low with that offense even though his minutes will be high. That's fine, yep, yep, yep. Okay, so now, I've told you my weird moves. Oh, I have rules. There's rules running in the background. So before you take all this at face value, you should know. I have two background rules. Do we have Sangoon Foul Trouble or uh, Collins Foul Trouble? Now, I don't remember offhand who are the, um, who are the sub, uh, let me look it up. Who are in these groups? Jock Landale is the guy who benefits from Sangoon Foul Trouble. And uh, Charles Bassey benefits from Collins Foul Trouble. So I think that their upsides are forked, obviously. One of them only gets there in the case of Foul Trouble. So those are great plays for me. I always like to play plays like that. Uh, Okay. Am I going to play any of them? I don't think so, actually, now that I'm looking at my list of plays. I put them in my pool. You can too. You can build out a lot of rules that will not matter. It's probably better than building in rules that do matter and completely kill you like last night. Uh okay, so do I have more to say? This is actually a pretty open and shut slate since there's so much value. I don't want I don't want 70% THT now that I've done. Whenever you break the slate, you gotta unbreak it. So what where do I want my THT levels? I don't know, 30%? Is that about the level? I mean, he's underpriced though, for sure. 30% might be a bit low. Is he fine to be a core piece? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. He's extremely, extremely underpriced. I'm definitely fine. Do I want him to quite be Mobley level? No. So I'll take him at 50. Down at Evan Ingram level, Desmond Bain can go a little higher. Yeah, okay. That's all fine. Okay. Uh, all right. Do I have any more? Let me, I guess, take it by leverage now and just show see if I've got any leverage sticking out in the positive or negative direction. This all makes sense. Tillman and Triple J, all those Memphis guys are underpriced, everybody's going to tell you that. It's not a big, I guess I'm full fading Tyus Jones based on right now, but like, based on what, right? I mean, based on availability of other things, that's what it is. So that's why I think, okay, just finished getting me a little bit off that. Oh yeah, so Levert is the other place. So we got to listen to news, right? There's one late piece of news for the slate. Currently, this is projecting Garland in. um If Garland is out, then you have a whole different can of wax here, and you have to change a couple of things. So let me just confirm this is projecting Garland in. Come on. Yes, this is projecting Garland in. So if Garland's out, what, what does that do for us? Well, that is a Karis Levert bump and even more of a Mopley bump, maybe, right? I mean, like we can go back to our cord IQ, go back. Oh. Okay, well, I, I thought I could go back to like Cleveland and then say what happens if um both both guys are off, Jared Allen and Garland from last year. Because, you know, I mean, granted, down to there are some different pieces in the other part of the lineup. It's going to be better and more predictive later in the season. But still, I want to point out how to use court IQ for you at home because it's important right before lock, 30 minutes before lock, somebody's ruled out. You 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 know you can ask me and maybe I respond in 30 minutes or whatever, but for yourself, you can start getting to where you have your own thoughts about it, right? And this is how you have your own thoughts. I mean, yes, this is how you have your th- own thoughts. Huh. Well, what a surprise actually. Evan Mobley doesn't perform as well when they're both out. It's an Isaiah Mobley thing last year. That's really weird and gross and I don't know what to do about it, so. Yep. No, no. Uh, well, sometimes when you dig into the numbers and uh, they don't support your thesis, you don't do the thing you were going to do. So do not further goose uh, Evan Mobley. Learn from my example. It's better for Evan Mobley if just Jared Allen is out. If they're both out, it's actually like he loses the advantage he had with, right? Like, yeah. If I if I take Garland away, wow, that's a tremendous difference. There's higher usage for Mobley, but he's getting Less something else. I don't know how that's working out. But somehow, yeah, the, the, I, the math, I don't understand. on it. But anyway, that's how you can check out whether or not your math makes sense. And mine, I don't know. Still still thinking about that. I don't want to be full fading Tyus Jones. He's a great, great value on the slate. And it's a case where, okay, with Tyus Jones and Toppin, here's what I'm going to do. They're obviously the best, like, solid value. So I want a certain amount of them. So I'm gonna set, I want 25 to 50% Tyce Jones. And Obi Toppin, I want to make sure I'm matching the field on Obi Toppin, who is definitely, we all agree, I agree, one of the best values. So 45 to do I do I see any world where he's not the absolute top? No, he's absolutely the top value. Top, he's top in the list of values on the slate. But I still think 65% optimal. I don't want any guy more than 65%. I'm only gonna run 20. Um, for the foreseeable future, don't like 150 15 basketball, it just feels it's too much late swapping. I like to hand late swap my important lineups. And so with 20, maybe I have five, 10 contenders every night and I can really like hand swap and stuff, but with 150, eh. I mean, also, you know, obviously you can use, you should use Saber Sims late swap swap feature. Me saying, oh, I can hand swap is basically like a a stock mutual fund guy telling you he can beat the market. I know I probably shouldn't and can't do that quite like that. So long-term, I shouldn't. Yep, this is great. I'm going to do something pretty similar to this. Yeah, love what I'm seeing here. Yep, through and through. This looks great. Sticking with this. Love what I'm saying, Evan Mobley. Yeah, I should say some of this for the people. Thank you, podcast people. I have been really neglecting you. But uh, Evan Mobley. Mobley, Toppin, Jaron Jackson Jr., Sohan, Bain, Shangun, Ayton, THT, Brandon Ingram. I think those are your safest plays on the slate. I'm getting to all of those guys in at least half my lineups. Then after that, you got the upside guys. The guys, how are they going to get you there? I don't know. Tillman, Tyus Jones, you know how they get you there. Triple doubles of the, or double doubles of their various sort. Doncic, triple double night about a third of the time. Sounds fine. Tyrese Halliburton has his massive, I don't know, he's, he's been, had all summer off or something and he wants to score. Uh, he didn't. He played for a Team USA, right? So never mind. He's warm and ready to go, whatever they, you know, you can always make a plot line out of it. But my negatively leveraged plays, let me make sure I'm comfortable with those. Nah, yeah, we just have other value. And I mean, he just, he, he's not getting that much usage with that group. Totally fine with that. Levine, who knows? Dyson Daniels, that might be a case where I want to put some in. I think New Orleans, though, yeah. That rotation, right? Is that where I'm? I don't have really that rotation. (laughs) I have large amounts of notes in the morning. Oh, no. Good minutes. Huh. Good minutes, but not great points per dollar was the traditional concern I have with this lineup, and I don't have that with Dyson Daniels. I think I might want to set at least a tournament amount of Dyson Daniels. I don't really like where the field's already at 15%. I think I am setting up to be a light fade on that. But he's great. I mean, he's a great play. I, I think I might lower the five to a zero for my minimum if, if Karis Lavert, like if uh, Garland's out. So you always have to think about differential advantage. So like if we get a lot of late value, then it, it becomes a whole lot more on the table to fade Obi Toppin, right? Chalk Obi Toppin... You go for zero points. I mean, like, you know, we just saw Grayson Allen do it tonight. It's less likely with Toppin because he gets rebounds and blocks. He probably gets 10, even if he scores zero points, which zero real-life points, very on the table for Toppin, right? He's got to dunk it. He's got to, I mean, I think he's been practicing threes. I don't want to be smirch guys because then they go and hit a zillion threes and I feel dumb. But anyway, uh, yeah, these negatively leveraged guys are all fine with me. They're all fine plays. Uh, Mark, Mark Williams, fine play. Scotty Barnes, fine play. Darius Garland, if he plays, fine play. But they're just not like, um are just not that good like there are better options even if Covington starts right I mean that's this is the Covington starts case and I mean yeah he's fine he's on the like top 25 of value or whatever but we don't need the top 25 value we need the top five value I mean on this slate the top five values separate themselves significant oh wait four value whatever there's a ton of real or there's a couple really really good values that you should really really get to. All right, that's my summary of the game theory for this slate, talked in circles for a little bit, hope you enjoyed it. I love circles, I love all sorts of uh, geometric figures, but remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, someone's gotta win that money. 100,000, oh right, $100,000 up, two different ways. What's this other screen? Have I prepped an entire other show? I sure have. Did it not show up? Yes, that's annoying. Okay, where's the uh, showdown slate? There's a showdown slate with also a million dollars, or 150K, whatever it was. I decided I was gonna talk about and then I just didn't pull it up at all. So I'll talk about it briefly here at the end, you know, before I do my sign off phrase. Yes, it's fine, I remember the rules. Yes, yes, show me, oh, did you not? Okay, well, it didn't remember any of the things we did earlier, that's fine. Aten, yep, fine, best, that makes sense. Those guys separate themselves for most points. Simons will be shooting, yeah, he's in play. Westbrook, I thought it was a value. He's a value on the main slate. Covington because he's starting and Thybul. I guess. Wow, look at that ownership. Yes, Thybul was playing. We'll have to see who is playing ahead of who. But if he is playing ahead of Nas, then yeah, I agree with that. That's a fine play. Um, oh, Scoot, Scoot, Scoot. Yeah, Scoot's fine to be there and the captain as well at his price. Probably seven percent. That's a bit. That's a bit much to pay for that. I don't. know. man. So. I don't I don't I gotta see it from scoot before I keep him in the captain. Uh, okay. Now I don't want any Marcus Moore Senior, even if he plays. No Kamara necessary, no Batum, even if he starts. Probably for me. Robert Williams off the bench. No thanks. Don't need Jabari Walker. Yeah, I'm gonna make sure I get all the guys from just low points. Now Thaiball, I think, is in play just because he yeah, and Bones is questionable, I think, so keep an eye out on that. Yep. Um. Okay. But yeah. So for the for this, uh, showdown slate, you saw my my general place here. Do I have any forks to make Zubots, Right. I mean, they could do anything there, and I hate what they do there. So if you if you want to put it in there, you could put your fork with Zubots. And I think last season it was like Batum running a small ball or Marcus Morris running a small ball. But gosh, those so gross. So gross! I really don't want to do that. If they start, maybe, but you can build that rule in. You can hear me talking myself into the rule. I'm not going to throw in a, a specific rule right now. I am going to try to win an almost solo first again. So my pretty restrictive geometric mean, and that'll mean pretty significant salary restriction too. Let's just show you. I'll probably a forty nine five and forty. That's yeah, not that restrictive. Hmm. Let's leave it small because we've got these Covington and Thybol lineups. I want to be able to have some variation. Okay, uh, I don't remember what I said. Ten to, uh, I know I'm going to do at least two. So let me figure out what it, if it has a preference among the options for two. Oh, I didn't tell it. I didn't tell it my strict dupe preference. Sorry. You got to put on uh, max two whatever it was, max two dupes for 100k premiere is basically the same thing I want for tonight, for 50k, whatever it is. So, rerun this, but you know, I, yeah. It's a fun-ish showdown slate. I'll do a better job of prepping and remembering that I am intending to do the showdown slate. I honestly, like last season, I didn't pay that much attention to the late showdown, but the fact that it is, it's like half the main slate in terms of, terms of top prize, so it deserves half the attention, so i give it half the attention. No problem. I don't think there's that much turning the slate, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. So these teams, yeah. Fun. Okay. Sweet. Don't, no, don't, don't. Yeah, don't to show you the exact team. But I like these weird low captain teams tonight. I like your Thiebel captain and your Covington captain. And I mean, Thiebel if he's really 0.34%, that's quite nice. Quite nice um, in the captain. But, yeah. Uh, you know, does he really get 20 points even in the captain? Who knows? He could go for zero. He could give you the uh, the Grayson Allen treatment, and that's why he's 0.3%. You're paying for that. He has the pop-off game with, you know, five stocks. You win the tournament. So, that's my, uh, that's the way I'll be playing it tonight. And if you see Matisse Tybel having a Moses Moody-like game out there, then you, you'll know I'm very happy. <laughs> that that would another thing, just, man, tore me up last night. Every single time we're like, Anybody where I had the minutes on them, it wasn't show like they they wouldn't make a shot or get a single stock. And guys out there for like five minutes <laughs> uh chilling out, being cool. All right. Remember, you're good enough, you're strong enough, and gosh darn it, someone's gotta win that money. And uh, well, if it wasn't us yesterday, might as well be us tomorrow.